Okay, Thursday, time for your weekly wellness updates with our wellness expert. Find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. Here's Laura DeSanctis, who joins us once again here on Global News Radio. Hey there, Laura. Good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, we are going to start uh, this week with uh, sore throats, because if you don't have one yet, you might have one in the coming uh, weeks or months, because the cold flu season is upon us. It's here, and we're going to talk about uh, how to deal with and how to heal a sore throat holistically. It's officially here, I think, cold and flu season. I mean, I've had a sore throat already. Have you? Uh, no, I've been fortunate uh, so far. I've been uh, feeling uh, pretty good, and I have a feeling that once I take this advice you're about to dispense, I'm going to continue to feel great. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, one of the first things I always like to tell people, and Jeff, we talk about this all the time, uh, one of my non-negotiables, and surprisingly, uh, how to naturally heal a sore throat when we're really run down, and this is about the time where I find a lot of people get run down, is because they aren't sleeping enough. So making sure you have at least seven hours of sleep a night, giving your body as much time as you can to recover and going to bed early. If you're starting to feel sick, if you're starting to feel off, that's one thing I really like to tell people to do. And is that something your immune system needs? It needs a good rest in order to function fully, to be functioning at its uh, full capacity? That's right. Uh, Rest and repair. So many people overlook sleep. They always say, I want to sleep when I'm dead, but Surprisingly, that's how our body repairs and recovers. So really make sure that you get at least seven hours of good quality sleep. That's one thing I always like to tell people. All right. And when it comes to a sore throat, if you have one, you're feeling one coming on, are there certain foods or supplements you should be taking? Definitely. So I know a lot of people don't like this idea, but sea salt. So gargling with warm water and sea salt, it has a really soothing effect if you're starting to feel that your throat is like itchy, if it's red, if you're feeling that um, a sore throat is coming. I think the sea salt and warm water, it's super easy. It's so soothing to our body. And it's something that if you do three or four times a day for a few days, you'll definitely feel that effect. Um, Okay, does the sea salt and the warm water, does it take uh, inflammation away? Is that what we're feeling in our throats? Yeah, it definitely helps reduce inflammation. It's one of my go-tos, as well as I really like eucalyptus oil um, for a sore throat. So you can make like a homemade vapor rub where you can get some coconut oil and add five to seven drops of eucalyptus oil. Add that and put that all around your neck area and then go into a hot shower and let it seep in. And that's really antiviral. Um, it really helps kill the pathogens that are causing you to have that sore throat in the first place. So the eucalyptus oil and even that sea salt with warm water are some of my go-tos. All right. Anything else that we should be taking? Of course. Um, I definitely really like to have the bone broth, bone broth soup, especially for lunch and even for dinner, um, because bone broth is filled with uh, collagen. It's it really helps support our immune system. So when we're feeling run down, when we feel we have a sore throat, it's directly tied to our immune system. And 80% of our immune system really lies in our gut. So we want to make sure that we're fueling our body with constantly foods and liquids and supplements that can really help heal our digestive system. Okay. And conversely, are there any foods or drinks we should be avoiding? And just let me mention alcohol off the top because I know it's coming. <laughs> definitely is one of them but i also like to tell people eat real food so anything that's processed when we think of like box things like crackers or cookies anything that's got tons of sugar in it uh fried foods conventional dairy those are the foods and food groups we really want to stay away from um and even with honey i always like to tell people be careful the type of honey that you're consuming because 
Raw honey definitely does help soothe a sore throat, but um, there's a lot of honeys on the market that are not raw and local honey. So there's a huge difference between raw and local honey. And you want to have the local honey because it contains local microbes, which which will really help fuel your gut and boost your immunity because your body's going to build up a tolerance to it. Okay, that's interesting. I'd never heard that before. So again, it's local honey we want? You want local honey, that's right. And uh, what about just uh, sprays? Because there's all kinds of those, as we know, on the store shelves. Does that just kind of mask uh, the problem, but uh, might give you a little relief? Uh, what do you think about throat sprays? Some uh, of the sprays, if they have echinacea in it, echinacea is a great uh, herb that can really help cut cold and flu down by at least a day and a half. So if any of those throat sprays have echinacea in it or licorice root, uh, licorice root really also helps. You can have that in a tea as well. It can really help soothe the red and scratchy throat. Um, you really need to read the ingredient list, though. And then I also like to tell people if there's something with zinc, zinc is also fantastic for um, helping to heal uh, a sore throat. Okay, that's sore throats. Let's just move to cold and flu prevention overall as we uh, you know, head into the colder temperatures in the uh, winter uh, months here. Is there anything I should be eating to really prime my immune system to help me uh, ward off or fight uh, cold and flus? Mm-hmm. I think anything when we think about vitamin C foods. So we hear a lot about vitamin C that really helps boost our immunity and something we should take for cold and flu season. So we can definitely take it in a capsule in a supplement form. But then again, you really want to load up on vitamin C rich foods. So that's your citrus fruits, um, the oranges, the lemons, the limes. But even surprisingly, there's a lot of vitamin C in broccoli. And a lot of people don't realize that broccoli and red pepper. So if you can load up on that as well, those are great sources of vitamin C. I had no idea about that broccoli and red pepper vitamin C. I also recently learned, learned too, that uh, vitamin C is something that your body doesn't naturally produce. It's uh, something that we've got to kind of feed it, right? Constantly. We constantly have to feed it. So typically, you want to take about 1,000 um, micrograms at least five times a day for adults if you're, feeling, if you're feeling like you're getting run down. But, yeah, you're right, Jeff. We don't naturally produce it, so we definitely want to have it. Uh, food first, so in a food source, so broccoli, the red peppers, the citrus fruits, even mangoes, papaya, kiwi, and then something called elderberry. Okay, yeah, tell us a little more about elderberry. Uh, how does that improve or help our immune systems? So there's so much, um, and when it comes to cold and flu season, we see so many ads on the market, but surprisingly, there's not a lot that I see that contain elderberry. So we hear about echinacea a lot or um, vapor rubs a lot, but elderberry is super high in vitamin C. It's high in flavonoids, antioxidants, and it really helps support the immune system, um, which I think it's, it's one of those uh, fruits that I think is really underrated. It's actually a bitter herb, but it really helps reduce inflammation. Okay, and how best to take elderberry? Because there's elderberry tea, correct? There's elderberry tea. There's elderberry uh, powder and syrup. I personally like to take it in a syrup form. You can also make it in a tea as well. Again, it really depends on how much time you have. Also pay attention to the ingredients and read the labels because there's a lot of um, elderberry syrups on the market that have a lot of excess sugar. So be mindful of that as well. All right, take that cold, flu, sore throat. You've met your match with Laura DeSanctis. <laughs> Laura, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much. Thank you. There's our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Again, you can find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after this on Global News Radio.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.